Welcome to Behind the Screens, a podcast where we talk to industry experts and the people who make Universal Screens a leader in the world of motorized retractable screens. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Screens. I'm Sean Culbertson, the CEO of Universal Screens, and I'm joined today with, uh, to my right is Joe Serta, the VP of Sales, and Michael Longoria, our VP of Operations. We also have another beer in front of us, uh, something that we've been doing each episode, another one from 903 Brewers. This is the Space Wrangler. It's a Oh, it's an IPA, a double dry hopped. I don't. I think that's going to be a bit strong for Joe. I'll let, I'm driving home. <laughs> I'll let one of you reach over and, and start pouring those. Yeah. You know, so in this episode, we're going to we're going to talk about our founder. For those that have been with us from the start back in 2013, or even longer when we were distributors, you're very well aware of of, of Glenn Glenn Messner, my father-in-law. But as we've grown especially over the last three years, we have a lot of, I see that pour that you just did there, Joe. That was, um, so we have a lot of cus- new customers that have no idea who Glenn is. So Glenn was my, Glenn is my father-in-law. And uh, we started this business as a distributor in 2010. But I came up in 2003 with my wife because she wanted to be closer to her big Italian family. And I was an only child. My parents had moved off to Arizona and I was living in Houston uh, with my wife, Jessica, on my own. So we moved up and uh, I started a business side by side with Glenn selling blinds, um, something that my parents told me, that's never going to work. You're not going to work with family. And I literally told them, yeah, it won't. <laughs> it's not going to work and uh, I'll do it for a little bit and then I'll go get a real job. But that was 2003 and here it is 2021 and I, mean, I haven't had a quote unquote real job since then. Glenn was easy to work with, and and I wouldn't have told you then that he was my friend, but I certainly will say that now. He was a huge, a big friend and influenced me. And the the way we run this company is is off of his ideals and the way he treated people. And I think we stay true to that today and, and just treat people the same way that he would want them to be treated and to be completely honest with them about, about things. I mean, wouldn't you think the same thing? Yeah, true, true. I mean, he's, you know, from what I remember by Glenn, uh, he was never afraid to, you know, to, to, to go for it. I mean, like I said earlier, you know, if he, you wanted a machine or whatever, um, it was there. You know, he didn't care how much it was. He was always up to it. He, he had faith in people and big heart. I mean, big heart. He would give a shirt off, you know, off his back to, to help somebody. And he could definitely light up a room. I mean, he was funny, man. I mean, he was, you know, he was everybody's friend. From he, was. I, he, he was. was. He had no enemies. So. Yeah. He had a loud personality, which I wore my loud shirt for him. <laughs> uh, but no, he, he, he would go around the office singing Shania. And he, he, wasn't, he wasn't embarrassed that he <laughs> loved Shania Twain and would walk around and sing Shania. But yeah. no, he was, he was I mean, if amazing. You re- so. If you rewind back to, you know, November of 2015 when he passed and and you rewind back to the the funeral, the the amount of people that were there oh, yeah. is what blew me away. You know, the amount of people that just came out of from everywhere. And, and I mean, you know, people from from yes, work that you you know, in church, yes, you expected. But just I, I saw people from all over that were just that were there, you know, and that says a lot about him. We've always had a picture hanging 
of him since since the day he passed at the old building it was right down the hallway and it's kind of what you saw as you walked down the hall uh, as a reminder of of why we do this uh, and it was a picture of him in tahiti you know living his best life with with two two of the guys putting on the the luau i'm sure and uh, you know there he was in front of the camera you know probably wasn't allowed to be on that side <laughs> of the grill yet here he was you know hugging them and doing that and you're right you know he never never met a stranger you know always talked to everyone um he would talk about sales to me all the time and and he would tell me you know as soon as you get the order shut up and i remember the first sales job i went with him he never shut up and he got in the car i'm like you, you forgot this the, the main step you got the order you had the check in hand and you still kept talking remember he always had that same story about when you worked for phillips petroleum yeah phillips petroleum how he you know he turned the company from this to a multi-million dollar company you know he's, he was proud of what what he did for the company <laughs> And it showed. I mean, you know, he he took the faith on this company, and I only wish he would see what you know what he made, you know, creating yeah, this company. Yeah, where yeah. it is now. Yeah, I mean, um, I remember first starting, and he was always positive. Yeah. He's always positive. Yeah. Never never doubted any of us, and I think that's what's great is that you know even still like we all are still positive about it, but he started it and his attitude and everything you know one thing that we talk about a lot because we we kind of reminisce and it's a it's a good barometer for us is that you know he used to come in the back and he'd say hey we got 40 motors coming 40 <laughs> motors arriving <laughs> and i don't know if you caught what i told you earlier about the amount of motors amount of somfy motors we have on hand right yeah. now i'm not going to say that figure because i don't know if we're supposed to have that many but it's a ridiculous amount of motors that we have uh, ready right now. And it's crazy that he used to run through there and be like, we got 40 motors, you know, but at the same time, he'd also run through and tell you exactly how much all the aluminum was. And yeah, how much he spent on it. it. Yeah. Yeah. He would yeah. remind you. But you know, you know, uh, one of my fondest memories is that when that first load of aluminum came in, he was up on that truck. Yeah. He was loading. Oh, he yeah. was he yeah. was clamping them down and helping us unload yeah. them. And uh, he's the one that built our first uh, show booth, remember? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. first one. Yeah. In fact, I think I think after we unloaded that aluminum, he stopped the ice cream truck and he bought ice cream for everybody. <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of him out there. Uh, him and Bob Diaz yeah. actually. Uh, Bob and Barb were here in town, and there's a picture that circulates every year on uh, on my Facebook um, of him out buying ice cream for the group yeah. you know um you know you were talking about the you know death of his funeral and what really got me was the passion of his employees you know at the shutter shop you know how they took his death you know it's yeah. like it was like dude it was like family it was you know? father. Like, yeah, yeah father father yeah. figure yeah, you know, and that's something that, you know, this podcast is Universal Screens, and that's all we talk about is Universal Screens. But, you know, we're talking about Glenn. You know, this isn't the first widget manufacturing company he had. You know, he had a company called Creative Shutters, and that company is still there today still uh, and still doing well. And, and my wife, Jessica, runs that company. Um, and it's still a lot of the same guys over there, you know, that, that believed in Glenn. Um, you know, when at the time, probably no one else really did. Um, he went about things his own way and, you know, he, he made things happen. Um, he had a vision that he would share with me with this company. I just didn't have that same vision. You know, I, I, I felt that his vision was too big 
uh, too grand, um, you know, talking about fleets of, of cars and things like that. And here I am, and you can't see what I'm looking at, but there are <laughs> three universal screens trucks, you know, out there and, and one of them's missing. So yeah, I, I, I wish, I wish he was here to see, you know, I, I wish he was here, you know, but I wish he was here to see how things are, were going, you know, to know that the month before he passed away, you know, he was gone for a full month. And I remember he told me, Hey, everything's done. You'll probably only have to write one check. I wrote 30 checks while he was away. Like, you know, it's as though he left and prepared and I was already prepared. I knew what I was supposed to do. You know what you were supposed to do. And then he passed and we all thought like, well, what the hell are we going to do yeah. now? But it was as if he already kind of had instilled in that us. You, yeah. you guys know what you'll do. You'll be fine. Um, I do find myself every once in a while, you know, there's cameras in this building and I'm sure there's camera footage of me talking to myself if you were to look at it, but it's not me talking to myself. It's usually me talking to him, trying to figure out like, okay, what are we about to do? You know, this pandemic, the amount of questions that I've had to ask about, okay, what am I gonna do now with this supply chain? What am I gonna do now with this, you know? And, and you know, somehow I wake up the next morning and have a decent answer, I think, and maybe that's him still. You know, I never believed in any of that stuff before. And it seems like each passing day, I believe in it, in it more, you know? Next week, Next week we are going on a on a trip of a lifetime that we've already that two of us have already been on. That's right. You know, Mike, it's gonna trip of a lifetime for you and and Joe and I have already been on once and I've already been on two times and we're going to Alaska next week on a on a fishing excursion and we're going with Somfy. Somfy is is uh, going going completely above and beyond what any expectations of anything uh, and, and they're taking us on this trip and the reason they're taking us to Alaska is because of Glenn. So what do you remember about that? That trip that you went with oh, Glenn. Oh my gosh, man! That trip was—it it was full of <laughs> uh, of adventures, and uh, it was definitely a you know a lifetime experience. I mean, going fishing. I mean, I'm not a big fisherman, but Glenn made me a fisherman. If I could tell you all the the funny things that happened—me falling off the boat, <laughs> yeah. him uh, and the other guy Jim that was with us—I think somebody. You remember? He, he hooked him. Right? He hooked him. I hooked him, him on the, the back and. It was just so many funny moments, happy moments. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed uh, being with him. And one of the things that, you know, he was always, uh, he was always big on, on, on air flights. You know, we brought so many boxes of fishes, fish bank, and he would always be like, hey, you come with me, man. You're going first class, you're doing this. And by gosh, man, he, I don't know how he did it, but we were always first class with him, man. So, yeah. <laughs> I, oh yeah our, the, our lighting nobody... our lighting inside now it's back there, there. you there go, we there go. so that was that was glenn yeah glenn just <laughs> speaking to us through. yeah i mean there's so many stories here yeah. we you know in the sake of time we could probably sit here all day oh, and yeah. talk about things with glenn and and each one of you could probably talk about the ways that he's impacted you but i mean the bottom line is he's impacted this business so much and continues to on a daily basis we still try to operate with the same fundamental guidelines that he, he originally set, you know, take care of your customers, take you care know, of your employees, take care of your employees first, you know, really take care of your employees because they're the ones that build your business. Sometimes an email isn't uh, going to do it. And I'm still learning that because sometimes I do like to hide behind an email because it's easier. And, and oftentimes it, it's uh it's a handshake that, that needs to happen. You know, we learned, uh, not learned it, but Mike and I were able to go visit Alex uh, 
out in Kentucky this this year. Alex and his crew, great crew. Um, but, you know, they were such a big volume dealer that it didn't seem like they necessarily needed us. But we were able to go out there and see them and realize that they don't need us, but we need them. We need to have that relationship with them. And we needed to shake their hand. We needed to have some chili over spaghetti, you know, <laughs> in, in Cincinnati with them. Yeah. And those are the things that, that Glenn, that's what he did. He was a sales guy and just said, you know, you need to get out and you need to go see these people. You need to do these things. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think we've talked about, you know, with the episode of Teresa, with the episode of me, with the episode of Joe, and it's all about building that friendship. And I think that's Glenn was the, I mean, he set the tone for it Yeah. because everybody was his friends. Yeah. And if, if Glenn came to you and told you, I'm going to sell you ice, yeah. I'd buy it from him because it's Glenn and he was just a great person, you know? And so yeah. I think we all still try to carry that on is that, that, yeah, they're, they're buying from you, but make them feel worthy. Make them yeah. feel like your friend, you know, and it's, it, it's not forced with him, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we could talk all day. Um, bottom line is, you know, Glenn was a huge, uh, Huge reason why this company had success. Huge reason why this company still has success is because of everything he instilled in us, everything we take from him and can try to instill in our employees. And, you know, we'll, we'll just uh, we'll continue to carry on that legacy. And, you know, hopefully, you know, I, I know that I'm related to him, but I think you guys feel, you know, like he, you were, oh, you know, his, his son-in-law as well. You know, and hopefully we're, we're making him proud. Um, and, and we'll certainly have probably an emotional time in Alaska at some point, just even thinking about, you know, we're going to the same fish camp that we went with him and, you know, going to see some of the same crew, but, uh, um, yeah, you know, it won't be the last time you hear about us talk about Glenn, probably going to mention something with that every single episode. Um, you know, this is a business podcast and we want to try to find a way to connect with you each time. And, you know, while this was a memory about our founder, my father-in-law, these guys, friend, you know, it's, you got to treat people the way you'd want to be treated. And even sometimes above and beyond that, um, you know, be willing to see the sacrifices or the struggles that other people are making um, and look past some of the negatives, you know, look past some of the traditional barriers that you've already set up for people and, and just give people a chance, uh, whether that's your employees, whether that's some of your customers that, you know, show some patience. I think uh, that's what the the thing that I do remember about him the most and that I liked about him the most is that all the struggles we went through growing, you know, I would freak out, Joe would freak out, you'd freak out. And he never freaked out. Yeah. He'd always say, I'll find a way to to fix it. And when he passed and after he's passed and every day that any time a problem comes up, we always say, we'll figure it out. We'll find a way. Yep even though sometimes we know there actually is no way. Now it's not gonna close the business down, but we know that there's no way. This this plastic company just closed down. We gotta, you know, but there's always, we'll find a different, we'll find an alternative. We'll, we'll make it right. And that was kind of the thing with him is like, don't worry about it. We'll, yeah, we'll he taught it me out. don't freak out because freaking out doesn't do anything. Yeah. It's, it's, we'll, we'll figure yeah, it yeah. out. So. so, and that's it. For this episode, cheers to Glenn. Yeah, cheers. cheers. To Glenn. Uh, didn't mention anything about the beer, but actually, it's a it's a very good IPA. It is good. Uh, yeah. Um, but that's it for this episode of Behind the Screens. We'll be back with another episode shortly, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to Behind the Screens. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast player and leave us a review.